Welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast, presented by the National Federation of the Blind, the transformative membership and advocacy organization of blind Americans. Live the life you want. Hello, and welcome to the Nation's Blind Podcast. I'm Melissa Riccobono, and I'm here with my co-host... Anil Lewis, and it's good to be back. Melissa, did you see our little substitute co-host for the Global Accessibility Awareness Day? Yeah. It's it's a it's a ho- co-host I spend hours each day with every day. Yes. So you didn't feel threatened whatsoever. That's good. No, no, because you know you got to pull this microphone out of my cold dead, dead hand. hand. You know, yeah. I'll never forget that episode. But it's good to have you back. I, I'm Eloquence very happy have to have the here. charm and the sense of humor. Oh, well, that you have. Thank so, you. And yeah. by the way, happy birthday. Hey, hey, that's yeah. right. It yeah. is my birthday, isn't it? Well, not. Yeah, the well, whole month. The I whole month. It's whole your month. birthday month. Yes, yes. Exactly. happy birthday month. Yes. yes, send all gifts to look. I'll get all of at NFB underscore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So it's convention time. It is certainly convention time. Are you ready for convention? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me just say. I'm not ready, but I am so, so ready. ready. I, yeah. I completely understand. So ready in the sense that, at least for me, I am very ready to be with people again Amen. and having those hallway and elevator conversations yes. and meeting up with people in the Starbucks line there or whatever go. else. What what makes you not ready, Anil? Oh, you know, the logistics. Yeah, I understand. But, I, you know, they come together. God loves the Federation and things just come and click together. And I don't have to worry about the logistics. We have to talk to someone who has to worry about the logistics. So it's really not as bad for me as it is for some. But, you know, luckily that's being handled very competently as well. Well, I, I know it's being handled competently. And should we bring in our guest who who handles all of convention extremely competently and makes it look super duper fabulously easy every single year? I, I think we should. Okay. This person, for those who don't know. Like we're giving out an award. <laughs> the envelope, please. Yeah, <laughs> the reveal will just build up. Has years of dedication to the Federation. He does. He does indeed. <laughs> I think he's been here since 1999. I think that was his first wow. convention. All I right. think Atlanta, he can, Georgia, he can correct what me. What a and great I, place to start. It was my first real full convention as well, which nice. is why I remember this uh, nice. about him. And he has taken on many, many tasks as he has grown with the Federation. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Who is this guy? Now he is, well, it says here, the director of convention organization and activities. Here is John Berggren. Wow. Wow, guys. I'm looking around me thinking, man, who are they talking (laughs) about? (laughs) We should have that guy on staff. (laughs) And let me just say. Peachy Keen. Oh, man, that was it. Yeah, but that was 2004, oh, but still. Okay. What yeah. was it, 99? Am I right? Yes, you were. Yes, I'm yep. right. Okay. Yep. Nice. Okay. So we have John Berger in here, and he can tell us everything convention. <laughs> and, you know, we really, on The Nation's Blind, want to talk with you and help you prepare because it's almost, in some ways, like we're all kind of first timers again yeah because there will be things that are a little bit different and i mean this is our first in-person convention we had two years without in-person conventions so you know we're gonna talk with john and we're really excited about you being here we'll talk with john about you know more of those sort of details that have changed and covid protocols and other things like that but i'd love to start john with just a little bit of a i don't want to call it a walking tour but information (laughs) about our hotel a virtual 
virtual tour. Yeah, okay. but but you know, <laughs> we're we're going to be in person. Too. So, yeah. you know, what virtual what, tour of a an actual of physical an actual space. physical space. <laughs> so, I guess I'm, you know, I'm always curious. What should we know about the hotel? What levels are our meeting rooms on? What kind of restaurants are in the hotel? I know there's tons of stuff around it. I don't want to get into all that, but you know, what what sticks out to you as far as when you were helping to make the decision and you decided that the Louisiana uh, New Orleans Marriott was a was a good choice for us what things kind of went into that and what should people know about the hotel well first of all it was in new orleans and really that's that's all we needed uh, <laughs> go back to that's right go back to where we we've set our previous attendance record which 25 years later is still standing yeah that's, that's pretty exciting and this is the first time we've been back since then so that made new orleans certainly appealing from the very get-go. One of the challenges for us as an organization is, frankly, we're, you know, we're just too darn successful. Our conventions are big, and there, there really aren't that many cities where we can find a single hotel to house us all together for a week to have enough meeting space. We didn't quite find that in New Orleans, but you know, the Marriott is really a terrific destination as a headquarters hotel. Uh, it's right on the edge of the French Quarter. It's just five blocks, less than five blocks from the Mississippi River. Uh, the meeting space is good. And even though we can't fit everyone in the hotel, right across the street, Canal Street, 500 block of Canal Street, is the Sheraton. Mm. And the Sheraton has plenty of additional space for us. We're leveraging their main ballroom. This is first thing to know about hotels, our convention hotels, is that all our meetings will be in the Marriott, our breakout sessions, our general sessions and banquet, but the exhibit hall will be in the Sheraton in the Napoleon Ballroom. Sometimes we, we go to hotels that have half a dozen, a dozen restaurants. I don't remember how many the, the Mandalay Bay had. Uh, <laughs> Lots. <laughs> it, you know, a city's worth of restaurants under one roof. Uh, that's and casinos. That, yeah. Well. <laughs> that's that's less the case at the New Orleans Marriott. Uh, well, I can, Marriott New Orleans. I got to say that in the, the correct the oh, correct order. Uh, okay, I'll remember that. Too. But uh, oh, on they the have says New Orleans Marriott. Oh, really? Yeah. Because there are two. Uh, well, there are at least two Marriotts. Uh, there's one that is close to the convention center, and we are we are not in that one. So that's also very good to know. Five, yes, <laughs> very if you, good information. Five fifty-five is is the street address. Five fifty-five counts. Good rates. I must be at the wrong hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, no, we negotiated those. Yeah, we, those are real rates. Those are really good rates. Yes, uh, as always. Yes. Now, so there is a Marriott restaurant in the lobby. Actually, I think it's called Five Fifty Five, hmm. if I remember correctly. And there is something called the pantry. It's it's way more than your typical souvenir store. It's got all kinds of snacks, prepared salads and sandwiches. Oh. You can order hot food. I think there's uh, they have coolers for beer and wine. There's fresh fruit. I don't remember if there's a freezer, so you might have to go elsewhere for your ice cream. But really, it's a great spot for grabbing food. There is also a burger restaurant that's at the front of the hotel, uh, faces Canal Street. A small place, but that's available they also have a lobby bar. So all of the dining options are on the first floor, easy to find, but it is New Orleans. So folks will want to <laughs> get out of the hotel at least one evening to, or a morning to experience 
all the, the food options that New Orleans has to, to offer. I mentioned that the eating options are on the ground floor, the first floor. The entrance to the hotel is, is on Canal Street, and when you come in through that entrance, registration desk is immediately to your right. There are two banks of elevators or two columns of elevators. There are two towers of sleeping rooms at the Marriott, uh, the quarter tower and the river tower. And when you register, you'll be told which, which of the towers you are in. The river tower, which is the taller of the two, has three-digit numbers, and the quarter tower has four-digit numbers. Since they, they have the same floors, they want to distinguish between, so you know which tower you, you want to head to. Meeting space is second floor, third floor, and there's a little bit also on the fourth floor of the hotel. Oh, wow, we're stacked this year. It is. It's fairly convenient in terms of getting from one meeting space to another. There are a lot of breakouts on that second floor. There are a few more of the larger breakouts on the third floor, plus the uh, the big ballroom where we'll be for uh, general session, for, for the board meeting, the banquet. Are uh, there escalators between those floors, or you do have to take the elevator to get to? Both. Okay. So there are both options. Excellent. Yep. Very nice. Uh, the escalators go up as far as three, and to get to four, you'll have to take the elevators, or there, I think there are actually a couple sets of stairs. Okay. And then there are just a small number, I think four meeting rooms on the fifth floor. Now, because the meeting room space stops on four primarily, the roof of the fourth floor is the hotel pool in oh. between the two towers. Wow. Interesting. So you can cross between towers, uh, if you don't mind going outside, on the fifth floor, and um Fitness center is also on the fifth floor, and then above the fifth floor in both towers are all of the sleeping rooms. I don't think I've ever done a rooftop pool, and I very rarely get to the pool at convention unless my kids are with me, <laughs> but I might have to make an exception. I think huh? a rooftop pool is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, there are two, there are two of them, one, oh, wow. one a little deeper than the other, but they're decent-sized pools. Nice. Well, that's a, that's a lot of information about the hotel. And I think the Sheraton's where the Starbucks is. Is that, that, is that is what true. I heard? That is true. The Sheraton has a couple of restaurants as well. There's a lobby bar as well on that first floor. There is a Starbucks. The Starbucks has maybe a little bit more food available than, than just the, the quick grab a coffee and go. Mm -hmm. On the second floor, there is a balcony that surrounds on three sides the, the lobby, and there is a restaurant on the second floor as well. Nice. What the Sheraton. exhibit hall on? The exhibit hall is on the third floor. Okay. Nice. And is there room service in the Marriott? Room or? service in both hotels. In both yes. hotels. Nice. And right. I don't think they're there yet, but we do have we do have room service menus as well as outlet menus for most of the hotel outlets, both hotels, and we'll make sure that those are available on our on our website and we'll get those up on Newsline as well. So folks can check out the menus before they uh, decide where they're going to go. Wow. And the agenda will be up in June, right? Uh, agenda's coming soon. Yeah. Good. And, yeah. and where is the website that people would go to to get all the information about convention? So, of course, nfb.org uh, and then slash convention. Perfect. Pretty straightforward. nfb.org slash convention. And make that simple just for me. Yeah. Me too. Thanks, JB. Yeah. Easy yeah. to remember. Good Thank looking you. out. So let's go into a little bit more detail. Uh, unless, Anil, do you have any more uh, questions about the hotel itself? Oh, no. I'm, no, okay. I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go into a little bit more detail because, of course, everybody's wondering, especially with COVID numbers sort of rising, being a little bit more in flux, what will our COVID policy look like? I know people need COVID let's negative just not COVID have tests. COVID. Let's well, just, just, that just would not, be... Let's just get rid of COVID 
and not have to worry about any of this. Hey, if John Ber- if, if if John Bergeron can't get rid of COVID, it just can't happen yeah. right I, now. I so. put in a request. Oh, I, thank you. Okay, I, good. Maybe, maybe I, that'll happen. I haven't heard back yet. Okay. Oh, okay. But, but we well, should have well, a fallback thanks. plan just in case. Okay, yeah. so what, okay. what are we going to do is, just, what in are, just in case COVID's still around? Yeah. What, what, are what are our plans? So it is, you know, obviously it's, it's hard to predict what the numbers are going to be and hard to know what to plan for. But our goal is to keep everybody safe, to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to have fun and do so in a safe environment. Uh, Nothing's going to be foolproof, but we think that we've put in place some solid protections. First and foremost, something to keep in mind is that we are a masked event, which means that everybody uh, is asked to wear a mask to any convention activity. I know that in all sorts of places across the country, masks are no longer required. A couple of places where there have been spikes, those requirements have been put back in place, but people have gotten used to to living without a mask. For the week of convention, we're asking for everybody to think of our fellow federationists who are at higher risk for uh, suffering the ramifications of COVID. We want to keep our family safe. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll ask that everybody keep a mask on, except when they're, they're in their sleeping rooms or when they head out of the hotel. The other important piece is we're going to test everybody to make sure that they start the week with a negative COVID test. We will have facilities on site at the hotel to do COVID testing. We've engaged a third party, but we would strongly encourage as many people as they can to get COVID tested before they arrive at the hotel. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. sort of like online registration. We've told folks, you know, you can wait till you get there, but the lines are going to be long. And I think the same thing is true here. So we ask everybody to get a negative COVID test, and we're not requiring a particular type of test. A rapid at-home test is just fine. People can get a PCR test if they choose, but they need to have a negative COVID test result no more than 72 hours before they check into the hotel. Do they bring that with them, or how do they get that? Absolutely. They can bring it with them. We would encourage folks to email their results to Test results at nfb.org in advance. And of course, this information is, is on our website. But any type of photo of your test results, if you take an at-home test, uh, likely a uh, photo is going to be the best proof of a negative test. Mm-hmm. But electronic documents like a PDF or if you have a paper document, you can take a picture of that or you can bring it with you. Great. And IRA will help people, correct? If, That's if right. You're for, for free, IRA will provide that service. They'll help you administer your test and, and interpret the results and get a photo taken so you can send it to uh, testresults at nfp.org. Nice. Great. What happens if somebody, and, then, and of course, if you don't test, then you, can, uh, you need to test before you can register, correct? That's correct. So when you've demonstrated that negative COVID test, you'll... you'll receive a wristband, nifty little wristband says together in NOLA 22, and it'll say that in Braille. And that wristband will clear the way for you to move into the registration area. So no registration materials, whether you're picking up your packet or you're registering online until you've demonstrated that negative COVID test. Mm. Got it. And no one will be allowed into any NFB events, any convention events without either that name badge or that, that wristband. Got it. That makes sense. Okay, so that's that's coming to New Orleans. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of 
things that can happen. It's a, it's a long week. What if someone begins to feel sick, getting some symptoms that are concerning during the convention? What happens then? Sure. So obviously we want everyone to pay attention to what their body is telling them. If, if you're not feeling well, get tested. And on our website are a number of local options. Uh, there are both Walgreens and CVSs within a short walk of the hotel if you need to, to get an at-home COVID test. There are several clinics and several hospitals listed in the materials on our website. And you know, if it's earlier in the week and you're, you're feeling like you need a test, obviously we're already, already testing. So uh, people would be able to, to confirm whether the way they're feeling is, is due to a positive COVID test or, or other symptoms. Mm-hmm. I do want to say, you know, New Orleans is a, a great city. It does get very hot. It does get very humid. Definitely make sure that you're staying hydrated and, you know, doing everything that you can to kind of get symptoms under control maybe before they start. I mean, mm-hmm. not not to say, look, but obviously if you have COVID, you're going to have those symptoms, but there can be other symptoms that you might have that you might think, oh my gosh, do I have COVID? And you might really worry. But if you drink a lot of water, if you're, you know, taking care of yourself in, in other ways, and of course, wearing your mask does protect you to a certain extent, and everybody else is wearing their mask, which will also protect everybody to a certain extent. That's a good thing to do as well, I would think. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm hoping that all of our members, well, I believe that all of our members, recognizing that it's us coming together again, that it's a special opportunity for all of us to share that, you know, we'll, we'll practice good behavior, you know, and do as best we can to make sure that we're masked and uh, follow the protocol. So I'm glad that we took the extra steps of, you know, making sure that we went kind of err on the side of caution, you know, taking the perspective of better safe than sorry. So I hope that everyone else goes into it with that same attitude because we can still enjoy the time we'll have together and still practice safe COVID protocols. Yeah, absolutely. So I think there's something else going on for those that, for whatever reason, don't feel safe, aren't comfortable, aren't able to travel, just it's not in the cards for them to travel for whatever reason this year. We have a virtual convention experience this year, I think, as well. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. For those who can't make it to New Orleans for whatever reason, I would encourage folks to register for our virtual convention experience. Uh, you can find that, that registration link online. And, you know, sure, the general sessions will be streamed and you'll, you'll be able to find that, that link on our site. So you don't have to register. But if you're a virtual convention experience registrant, you've got uh, the opportunity to win door prizes, even door though you're prize. not in the room. Door prizes just for our online folks. Oh, so, we'll register for both. That's mm, <laughs> yeah, can't I don't know be two places that. at one time. I agree. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm gonna change the uh, anywhere and everywhere to uh, here and uh, anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll have a, a certainly a much smaller agenda, but there are some events that are really geared towards our virtual folks. There'll be uh, a couple of sessions with our exhibitors in the exhibit hall telling you about uh, what they have to offer. This will come, I think, before the convention week kicks off. And then during convention week, before our board meeting and general sessions begin, there will be a couple of more sessions. I think there's going to be an opportunity to uh, ask questions of Dan Parker, our super speedy world record breaker. Uh, He's going to talk to our virtual attendees. He's a cool guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and, I mean, if you want to ask him about, about engines... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he'll, he'll have answers for you. Yeah. So there will be a customized 
virtual attendee experience agenda. You'll be able to keep track of, of what events are available to you. Uh, that'll include Zoom links and uh, the OneCap app link. And, uh, well, we haven't talked about it yet. Should I jump ahead to uh, Crowd Compass? We, we definitely should jump ahead to Crowd Compass, yes. So Crowd Compass is something we've used the last two years, if you've been to one of our virtual conventions. And it's a, both a mobile app and a, a web-based desktop app. And you can pull up the uh, convention agenda there, and we'll we'll split that into two separate tracks. So if you want to use Crowd Compass and you're a virtual convention attendee, you'll be able to see just what's available to you without having to wade through all of the things that you you can't get to. And as it has been true the last two years, regardless of which track you're following, you can customize your own agenda. I love that. Yeah. It is it is handy because I used is. to have to keep it separate. And then I say, well, what else is happening? I have to go back to the main agenda. Yep. It's mm-hmm. all right there in the app. I yeah. love that. It is definitely a handy tool, and it'll help our uh, virtual convention attendees to, to stay connected. That won't be available until uh, I think it's the last week of June, but we'll, we'll make sure that everyone who is registered, whether for uh, the in-person event or the online experience, that uh, you'll have all the information you need to, to download the uh, Crowd Compass app. Perfect. And our, our convention registration, our in person, has closed. It will reopen at convention itself, correct? That's correct. Uh, but the virtual registration goes on all the way through convention, correct? Yes, it'll. Virtual convention registration will be available until uh, we close registration for on site registration. Great. They'll close at the same time. Fantastic. Are Missing? you ready for a convention, JB? Yeah. You know. <laughs> Are you three, ever ready? <laughs> three years. I, I feel like I've been waiting three years, and it couldn't get here fast enough. And now we've got 20, 28 days and yeah, 17 hours, and uh, it's coming soon. Nice. <laughs> we'll be ready. Just we'll be ready. Curiosity, though. I mean, this is the first one in person for you know over three years now. What was the hardest part of getting back on this bicycle? What What was most challenging? Well, I think. We'd established sort of a routine for planning convention. You know, you, this used to happen in December. This would happen in January. Mm-hmm. And then March 1st, registration would kick off. So then these are the next things you do. And we really got out of practice with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the the first year we were in virtual, uh, we, were, we were scrambling to find the tools that were uh, accessible that we could provide in, uh, a virtual convention at all. And last year we sort of... Got got a little better at that. Got the routine down. Yeah. But now we're back to uh, in person, and the calendars are different than they were the last two years. So yeah, uh, right. We we don't have as much time in July anymore. Not that that really matters, but you know we've, we've had a convention a little bit later. Right. So, right. Yeah. And you know we got used to making sure that everybody had the number number for Domino so they could get their banquet meal. <laughs> now we've, we've actually got to plan a banquet. <laughs> there you go. But I know you're humble about it, but the, you you talked about how we had to flip and do our first convention virtually, and you and the, the team did a masterful job of executing that. I think it was the best uh, virtual convention of all the others that I had seen through that whole COVID period. And you're right. Last year we even stepped up our game even better. So I feel very confident that you're going to be able to, you know, reinvent the in-person convention in a way that makes sure that everyone enjoys it just as we always have. Yeah. Well, we're, we're looking forward to it. The Louisiana affiliate is welcoming everyone with open arms. They're yes. going to put on a, a fantastic local show and 
you know, you'll find them in the lobby when you walk in. And you've got a number of events throughout the week. Oh, Oh, we can hope. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Fantastic. Going to the Big Easy. Yeah. 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 And it is a great city. If if people haven't been to New Orleans, it is a it is a fantastic city. Uh, it, it is it is fun. It it's got great food. It's got wonderful hospitality. Really nice people. Uh, just a really good city. So Extraordinary music. Cool. Extraordinary the music. music. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. Even if you're not a huge jazz fan, I think you're going to enjoy the music because it's it's all done live. I mean, it's just it's amazing. You yeah. can walk down the street and just hear it. And it's, it's an immersive. It's just, it is. Yeah, it's it's yeah. just it's just the city. You, you just can't. I don't think you can separate. New Orleans from the music. Well, thank you so much, John. Anything else you'd like our listeners to know or anything else we haven't covered? Don't forget to get tested early. Yeah. Bring bring your comfortable shoes. It's been a while <laughs> since we've done this, but there's going to be a lot going on. Get a lot of sleep before you come. Exactly. Because you probably won't get much when you're there. <laughs> Take advantage of everything the convention has to offer. Absolutely. And, and especially for you newer folks who maybe joined us for the first time virtually, welcome in advance to all of you. Um, It's going to be incredible. There are so many ways to network with other people. Um, We do have our rookie roundup. Please feel free to to go there. We do have our presidential suite where President Riccobono and I and many other people who work in the suite are there to greet you and introduce you to other people who might happen to be in the suite. Please come on, come on up, meet people, get involved, get excited, uh, and welcome to our family. Yeah, absolutely. And if you really are new and you haven't made the connection to your local state affiliate, I encourage you to take the time to do that now uh, so that they can put you with someone who can mentor you and, you know, show you where to go, where the hotspots are, uh, where the real good learning moments are. Of course, a lot of this will be covered in our rookie roundup, but it's nice to have a wingman or woman with you when you go into your first convention. Definitely. And you can get that first timers guide on the website at nfb.org slash convention. Convention. So I encourage folks to download that and check it out. Man, I'm ready to go now. I am too. Man, (laughs) it's, it's, you know, I'm ready to get on a plane. Let's do it. It's exciting. We're going to sign off. Pralines. (laughs) Pralines. Is it pralines or pralines? Uh, that we'll put that up on a poll. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, John, and thank, thank you, you both as for having always. me. Always, yeah, thank you, thank you for being there. And uh, people, you know, you don't often see John at convention because he's running around like crazy again, making making sure everything looks easy by getting a hold of things that are issues and nipping them before they become huge problems but if you do ever see john say hello number one he's very friendly and number two just say thank you to him and, and his team because uh, he does a fantastic job and so do the rest of the people that work with him and the rest of people that work at our national office so fun stuff yeah very fun see everybody in new orleans yeah all right melissa yes this brings us to the end of our episode no, here no. Well, we'll be back we'll okay. be back all right yeah it's okay we, 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 we will be back because we're doing the pre-gen stuff again. I am so excited, and we're going to figure that all out. But, yes, that's yeah. another thing that you would get if you are uh, tuning in online. Um, you will, you'll be able to hear Anil and, and me do some bantering, yes. just as we have the last couple of years. You might hear me struggle to remember the year my husband was... <laughs> Elected and as you president. How wonderfully entertaining that is to me. You you yeah. might hear me talk and and call somebody by the wrong name yep, because and it is you'll live. Also see how wonderfully entertaining yeah, that yeah, is to me yeah. as well. I, I live to make Anil laugh, you know. And 
it's always very hard when he's completely losing it and laughing, and I feel like I have to at least try to be dignified oh, no, if no, I can. No, no. Just, just keep bringing me joy, Melissa. Okay. <laughs> By my... <laughs> Can I bring you joy in some other way, perhaps? Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Uh, We would love your feedback. Anything you'd like to share? Any other questions that you have? I'm sure that we can answer those questions. So I I was told we have a new outro. So if you want our email and our phone number, you can get it in the outro. But you can also reach us on Facebook. Just search for NFB or National Federation of the Blind Blind. on Facebook. Yeah, I love it. I knew that. And I'm glad that I knew that because it seems like they've taken all the stuff that I knew and put it in the prefab. <laughs> and so I got to make sure I know the Facebook stuff and the Twitter stuff now. How, how do you reach us group. on Twitter, Anil? Hey, at NFB underscore voice. That's great. And I'm assuming our hashtag, so you can use the hashtag uh, Nations Blind for the podcast, but I'm pretty sure the convention hashtag is NFB22. So make sure you use that as well when you're talking about convention on Facebook or on Twitter. Um, because, you know, you, we want to know what you're thinking. So remember, until New Orleans, you can live the life you want. Blindness is not what holds you back. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at nfb.org or call 410-659-9314, extension 2444.